beginning again. It's important, seems to me, not to be just a fair-weather meditator. It's not so difficult to meditate when we feel peaceful and at ease. But to cultivate the path when we feel resistant and grumpy and exhausted, scattered, tangled in doubts, anxious, hopeless. These are particularly important times to take refuge. Our efforts to be present accumulate. They build power and uh, moments of checking in, moments of checking in, moments of checking in build a momentum uh, through the day, through the days and nights. So really encouraging us to make our, as what our teacher would call, make the practice samurgan. That's a Thai word for even, evening out the practice. When we feel good, when we don't feel good. When we're sitting, when we're walking. When we're trying to meditate, when we give up meditation. That's a very important time to notice. I quit. Notice when we quit, we're still awake. That's a beautiful insight. We've probably just been trying too hard. When we quit, I give up. Mindfulness back over to you, Buddha. <laughs> and we give up, and yet there's still presence that's effortless, tuning our efforts. Don't, the books give us suggestions, and then we, the real fun is, our teachers called meditation bhikkhu football. Bhikkhu is a word for a monk. Make it fun, explore it. Try it this way, try it that way. More effort, less effort. Tuning the effort. Tuning in to how we are. And responding. All calming practice has to have some insight with it. It has to. Otherwise it's just mechanical. The directing the thought here. Then when we receive, we'll check out. We'll feel into how we are. We might, we might come into a mind that just wants to be somewhere else. A desiring mind. Wants to be in the dining room. 
be in a cafe with some good coffee. Now that's samadhi. (laughs) I have no trouble concentrating there or on the mountaintop. So then when we turn the heart to that, see that, You know, is it reflect that this is where the vichara, the feeling into, then the adjusting. Yes, it might really be urgent that we pack up and go off to a cafe now, but is it really? Or has that just become a fever, never ever allowing us to deeply go somewhere so we can respond by letting be, touch that lightly, let be. I don't want to be a slave to always having to go somewhere else. That response came by checking in, feeling into this, or the opposite, this grumpiness, resistance. Don't want to see anybody, don't want to feel anything, don't want to hear another Dharma talk. I'm in the room because you're supposed to be. Okay, so we feel into that. And then can we balance that? The response can be kindly, allow that grumpiness to have its day. (laughs) Hear that and feel it resonating in the body. We can still be present. Awareness blesses, allows the grumpy, resistant mind to be illumined. We're still being present. Still, if we can connect it to the body, sense how this resistant state, how does it feel as we breathe in and out? Or the heavy state, the pain, exhausted state. We can first touch on that pain, just the last thing I want to do is meditate. But actually that state, this is really powerful practice, learning to welcome and just be with that heavy, aching, orphan of consciousness, which our teacher called it, where we don't want to be with those states. Just as we breathe in, staying with that uncomfortable, heavy, dull, aching, exhausted, when awareness touches something, it sounds passive, oh, just knowing it. Awareness touching something is a quickening of that energy. It's the, I'm not a physicist, but supposedly a great insight in physics was the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that the very action of observing is already shifting what you're looking at. Certainly true in meditation. So this willingness to also Cultivate the way. Just as if we gardening. Oh, I only want to see the blossoms. I only want to see it blooming. Don't want to get my hands dirty the other times. Just call me out when it's all done. <laughs> Can we enjoy gardening? The agitated mind needs an outbreath, a calming, a remembering, a patient, so that it settles rather than bullying. You bully the agitated mind. 
It's like patting down the ripples in the bathtub, wanting it to get calm. (laughs) Keep creating more. So when we direct the thought, how is it now, then feel it out, we might notice these different ways that we are. Then vichara feels out and responds wisely. Oh, I better ask someone else. Well, ask ourselves. Our heart has within it knowing what needs to happen here. When there's desperately wanting to be somewhere else, we let go. When there's aversion, we practice welcoming, being patient, kind. Agitation, we practice calming. Dullness, heaviness, we practice patiently being with and noticing the in-breath. Even if we're too tired, even a little in-breath blesses with the inspiration, the the power of the in-breath brightens. Should I do this? Should I do this? All these kind of doubts and things that we notice the mind's thinking. Then we use a thought rather than just looking for another thought. We use thought to direct beyond itself back to body, to the moment. How is it? So however we are, opportunity to practice as we establish ourselves in this posture. How is it now? Invitation to bring our body and feeling, mood into awareness. and adjusting what is needed. And however we are, it's always useful to find in the midst of that state the bodily impression. We have the energy, perhaps, a a quiet, slow, long breath, just to remember the body and to align it with listening. If we're tired, really notice that in-breath, just to savor the inspiration, energy. If we're agitated, give a little more in Emphasis to the out-breath. If we're averse and agitated. Soothing. Calming. And practice being with the body. Using a thought, like Bhutto, if that's helpful, awake with the in and the out breath, or just in and out, or our own phrase.
being with the breathing, for example, the nostrils. Encouraging the heart to be with the sensations as we breathe in, the coolness, the pause at the end, the texture of the out-breath, the pause between the breath. Whatever sensation is noticed there, Encouraging the heart to hold that, be with that. Or some part of the body where we can be with the breathing. This could be called the standing breath, the short breath, the body within the body, this aspect of the bodily impression. We're noticing the vibration the tingling, the sweeping in and the sweeping out by that one place. Whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, not to worry. Encourage an interest that's receiving and being filled by those sensations. whatever the energy quality of the feeling tone, what's called the energy body, right there. For example, at the nostrils, upper lip, nose, whatever that energy is, just being with that, that is the breathing, the vibratory body. on the in-breath, quietly, toe on the out-breath. Encouraging the attention to move just gradually up the forehead, <coughs> the center of the forehead, whatever the sensation is, as we breathe in, but toe. Whatever the sensation is there, that part of the body is breathing too. Training ourselves to move the attention to the crown of the head. So we breathe in, but toe, whatever the sensation, dull or sharp. We breathe in and out, noticing. Exploring the body, moving the sensation back down, the attention, the focus down to the center of the forehead as we breathe in and out. The ripples, the pulse, the warmth. Now to the nostrils. In and out. 
now, steadying the attention, noticing the sensations in the mouth as we breathe in and out, the palate in and out. Back to the nostrils. Guiding the attention, widening the focus to now include the whole head, training ourselves to widen the focus, including the eyes, the crown of the head, the mouth, the skull, as we breathe in, even letting awareness Feel into the center of our head, the center of the brain as we breathe in and out, whatever the sensations are. Being patient with them, interested and relaxing. Practicing being at ease with those sensations. Relaxing with each out-breath. If the mind wanders, direct the attention back. And then vichara, the feeling into Let the attention explore, holding, feeling into the chin, the mouth, ears, skull. As we breathe in and out, aware of the whole head at one time. And then as we breathe out, allow the attention to relax and let The attention include the shoulders, upper back, belly, lower back, legs. As we let go, allow any resonance. Allow the energy from the head to mingle into the rest of the body. Breathing in and out as we notice the rest of the body. One can breathe in and out of the nostrils, but still in the periphery of our vision, notice the rest of the body. Letting the attention feel into the throat, shoulders, armpits, and the chest area as we breathe in and out. Whatever the sensation, dull, painful, Holding that, like cradling a baby. Being filled with that sensation and relaxing on the out-breath. Staying with each in-breath. Bhutto on the out-breath. in and out. 
letting the attention receive the belly, the lower back, as we breathe in, as we breathe out. Listening closely, being interested in just the texture, the feeling tone, not worrying whether it's pleasant or painful, being filled with those sensations, relaxing the belly, lower back, hips, as we breathe out, letting the blessing of this practice flow into the buttocks, hips, thighs, knees, feet. Training ourselves as we breathe in to feel the whole body, the face, neck, shoulders, chest, belly, back, legs, whole body as we breathe in. However it is, the whole body as we breathe out, relaxing every bit. Training ourselves to be at ease with these sensations. Intuitively, let your attention now move to the area where you would like to be with the breathing, sharpening, steadying the heart. From time to time, keep allowing the attention to widen to make sure those sensations bless the rest of the body. Training ourselves to be sensitive to the whole body, training ourselves to calm and tranquilize the body. Using the in and the out breath to brighten and to soothe. Trusting, trusting your intuition.
like the waves on the beach. Each in-breath smooths the sand. Each out-breath wipes clean all the tracks, tangles. However we feel, being with this body-mind, letting the rhythm of breathing quicken, refine, smooth, encouraging the heart patiently, persistently, intuitively. the sequential guidelines from the Buddha in being with the breathing. We can keep returning to any part of it. Once we're aware of the whole body, we don't just have to stay with that. We can keep intuitively sensing. If we're getting lost, we might return to that mindful, long breath. Re-establish presence. Sometimes with the whole of the body we feel too fuzzy. (coughs) We return to being with the breathing for a period of time perhaps. At one place like the nostrils or the belly. Refining, steadying, 
enjoying the stability of knowing this is how it is in a sustained way as we breathe in and out. Then is that energy that's received, it's quickened enough, making sure from time to time, guided by the Buddha, that we check the periphery of our vision, allow the lens of our awareness to widen so that that energy in one part of the body blesses, suffuses, mingles, like in the analogy of the Bathman's apprentice with the powder, being sprinkled with moisture, so that this awareness matures into training ourselves to be sensitive to the whole body, so that this practice blesses, unifies, balances, unifies, balances the body-mind. practicing, calming. Deepening our facility with exploring the body. However we are, practicing moments of being content and at ease with just these feelings.
notice we can make more effort to be more interested, draw closer to the sensations. Using the attention to hold more forcefully as we breathe in and out. And we can make less effort Focusing more on that out-breath to let the object just be, hold it very lightly, practice letting it be. Whatever is happening, we can always remember the attitude of friendliness. the kind heart, which is a great aid in meditation, that knows it's like this in whatever's happening, whatever the state, whatever the sensations. We can practice allowing, kindly allowing, practicing being well with whatever comes and goes. When we practice like this, then whether it's a good day or a bad day, the practice becomes more even and steady. And the practice will always be brightening because we're we're remembering the refuge, the ever bright place of inner listening.
So enjoy this precious opportunity we have to cultivate the way. Remember to check if you're in a group. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.